the geek business podcast the podcast that is dedicated to the big three of visual media that being film video games and television i am your host hoover and this is another edition of news drop giving you the biggest news of our big three um this one's (laughs) gonna be kind of a quick one here i kind of got to get this under 20 minutes about 24 minutes so i can actually upload and put it out in a timely manner so we're kind of gonna run through this one really quick uh a more informal episode of news drop this one not now i'm not gonna kind of ramble on about things too much here so on this edition of news drop we will be talking about the disney and johansson lawsuit uh venom's release and reception the resident evil scream and sandman trailers and first look psych 3 willy wonka and guardians 3 casting on the video game front we've got a new smash character uh, the GTA Trilogy Remaster, uh, an update on Crystal Dynamics Avengers game, and Far Cry 6's release and reception. And on the television side, we've got a new Disney Plus series, a new Marvel Disney Plus series is wrapped. Uh, we've got uh, that 70s show spinoff series, uh, new updates on Star Trek Prodigy, and then we also have some news on the Super Bowl halftime show. So that's our rundown, so let's just jump right into this news to get this wrapped up really quick. All right, so Marvel and Marvel Disney and Scarlett Johansson have settled their legal dispute. If you remember, last month, Scarlett filed a lawsuit against Disney for a breach of contract stemming from the release of Black Widow on Disney+. After weeks of seemingly been on the outs, both parties have agreed to a mutual settlement and are both now on good terms. So Johansson's Tower of Terror film is now back on after initially being removed. Uh, this is definitely to happen um everything pointed to disney being in the wrong not renegotiating her contract so the of course settlement is probably just a a few hefty million dollars next up venom let there be carnage has released uh it actually opened to a 90 million dollar opening weekend and it picked up another 31 on the next weekend and then a 35 million on the following weekend which also included indigenous people's day and then of course 16 on this past week uh, the reception has been very similar to the first film, with mixed reviews, negative leaning, uh, leading negative coming from critics, yet leading more positive coming from fans. But there is a slight bump in the positive reception from critics in this one as compared to the first one. It currently holds a 60% on Rotten Tomatoes and a 47% on Metacritic. Up next, we got some trailers to talk about. So first up, we have Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City. The uh, the remake uh, reboot of the Resident Evil film franchise live action, that is. Uh, so in this one, Claire, along with Leo and the soldiers from Stars, look to expose the Umbrella Corporation and fight through the infected Raccoon City. Uh, this one looks to follow more closer to the video games than the original movie franchise did and seems to combine the plot from both the first and the second Resident Evil game. Uh, Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City is written and directed by Johannes Roberts and stars Kaya Scaldonaro, Avin Jogia, Robbie Amell, Neil McDonough, Hannah John Kamen, and William Hopper. Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City will release on November 24th. 
Next up, the Scream sequel slash reboot had its first trailer released as well. Uh, in the trailer, they showed that the film is going to recreate the iconic opening of the first film, but with some modern day elements to it. Uh, the story is picks up 20 plus years after the events of the first uh, the first film series, with the first four movies, I should say, with the new ghost face emerging and targeting a new generation of teens. Um, Scream, which I'm very disappointed isn't called, uh, uh <laughs> is it called Five Cream or just five in place of the S for Scream? But, uh, Scream will be written by James Vanderbilt and Guy Busick. It will be, it's going to be directed by Matt Beninelli Open and Tyler Gillett. And it stars, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a big cast here. Marla Shelton, Melissa Barea, Jenny Ortega, Dylan Minnette, Jack Quaid, Jasmine Savoy Brown, Sonia Amar, Mickey Madison, and Mason Gooding, along with original film stars Neva Campbell, Courtney Cox, and David Arquette. Screen release on January 14th, 2022. And finally, Netflix has released the first look at Sandman, the long-acclaimed and long-awaited TV adaption of Neil Gaiman's comic book series. So after being kept prisoner for, for years by a human wizard, Dream, one of the seven endless and our main character, escapes to reclaim what is his. So Sandman is actually going to be written for TV by Neil Gaiman, along with David S. Goyer and Alan Heinberg. And it's going to star Tom Sturridge, Gwendolyn Christie, Charles Dance, Sanjeev Bhaskar, Asim Caldry, Jenna Coleman, Stephen Fry, Boyd Holbrook, Kirby Howell Baptiste, and Patton Oswald. Uh, no date on when Sandman released just yet. Next up, Sean and Gus are back and we are getting a third Psych film. Psych is the fan favorite uh, television series about a very observant man named Sean who works with the San Francisco Police Department pretending to be a psychic. Uh, the series ran for eight series on USA, ended in 2014, but it has since had two feature films, one released in 2017 and a sequel in 2020. So this third film will be called Psych 3, This Is Gus, which is uh, a joke on the drama series This Is Us, which also stars uh, James Roday Rodriguez. Uh, but along with James Roday, also returning are Dulé Hill, Maggie Lawson, Corbin Bernstein, Timothy Olmanson, and Kristen Nielsen. Uh, series creator Stephen Franks will direct, and Psych 3, This Is Gus releases on November 18th on Peacock, which I'm excited about because I'm a big fan of Psych. Next, we've got our first look at Timothy Chalamet as Willy Wonka for the forthcoming Wonka film. Uh, the image shows Chalamet in full costume. Well, image is there's more than one uh, in full in full costume for the titular candy mogul. Uh, the film is mostly going to be about Willy Wonka meeting the Oompa Loompas for the first time. So it's it's a, like a prequel uh, film. But the film is going to be directed by Paul King and also stars Rowan Atkinson, Olivia Coleman, Matt Lucas, Keegan Michael Key, and Sally Hawkins. And Willy Wonka is going to release on March 17th, 2023. And lastly, we've got a huge update on Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 as James Gunn and company have cast their Adam Warlock. Adam Warlock is going to be played by Will Poulter, known for his roles in Wither Miller's, Maze Runner, Chronicles of Narnia, Voyage of Dawn Treader, and most recently, The uh, Dope Sick. Uh, if you don't remember, it's fine. It's been quite a while, but... One of the post credit scenes from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 showed Aisha of the Sovereign creating something within a golden cocoon or casket that she dubbed Adam. So yeah, that's going to be Adam Warlock. Uh, in the comics, he was created to be the perfect human and the pinnacle of evolution, and that seems to be kind of the same origin story here. 
Um, he's mostly known for his close connection with the Soul Gem or the Soul Stone. And obviously that's not going to be a factor in his character here. So it's going to be interesting to see what changes they make there. But the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 will release on May 5th, 2023. Well, at least wrote that. But we've got ourselves some recency update. Uh, a few small things here just to kind of run through them really quick. Um, Halloween Kills opened this weekend to $50 million. Uh, Harry Styles, a uh, uh, former One Direction member, has joined actually the MCU and will be playing Euros, Thanos' brother. And next, we've got a few MCU date changes coming up. So, Doctor Strange 2 has moved from March to May 6th, May 6th of 2022. Thor 4 moves to July 8th. So, pretty much everything just moves down now. Thor moves to July 8th, which is where Black Panther Wakanda Forever was. That moves to November 11th, which is where the Marvels was. So that moves to 2023, February 17th. And finally, Ant-Man 3, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania moves to July 28th, 2023. So that's it for film. Moving on to television. Uh, the final Smash Bros. downloadable character has been revealed. And after much anticipation and wishing, Sora is joining the battle. Sora is the lead character of Square Enix's Kingdom Hearts series. Uh, Kingdom Hearts is a Japanese role-playing game known for incorporating Disney worlds and characters within the game. Uh, while a lot of people, while a lot of people are happy, others aren't, as they were hoping for the character of Waluigi to be the last revealed Smash DLC character. Um, Sora was actually topped in votes uh, for the most requested character. In both uh, Europe and Asia, um, I believe during like uh, the Wii U era or something. And so Sora is actually available now in the U.S. and worldwide for download for Smash Brothers. Next up, Rockstar Games has officially confirmed that their GTA Trilogy remaster, uh, the GTA Trilogy Definitive Edition, will be a remaster of the GTA 3 Vice City and San Andreas, the PlayStation 2 era of Grand Theft Auto games. Uh, it's had been speculated for a very long time. Uh, now, so much so that it seems Rockstar was forced to make the announcement maybe a little bit early. Uh, as they uh, released that, it does exist, but they've released no gameplay footage or release date as of now. But it is heavily to believe to be dropping sometime this year. Um, also, in a very strange mix, Rockstar has removed the original trilogy uh, ports from digital storefronts. Uh, these, of course, were just the original games just ported to modern consoles. Uh, it's very weird as no company before has removed an original game before the release of a full-on remaster. Uh, just look at Final Fantasy VII when they released the remake. They didn't take the report off of digital storefronts. Uh, add to the fact that no gameplay or even details have been revealed yet about the definitive edition. Uh, it's, it's really strange. And also, you have to think about licensing uh, music from the original game may not show up in the original games, I should say, may not show up in this uh, definitive remaster edition, which will suck considering uh, GTA soundtracks are very dope. And I always hear that Vice City has one of the best uh, track lists in, in video game history. So next up, Crystal Dynamics Avengers has run into yet another problem. Uh, a recent update has implemented a new pay to win system uh, in which you can purchase experience boosts in order to level up your characters faster uh, this is very strange and very dumb as one of the game's biggest problems that literally Crystal <laughs> Crystal Dynamics implemented themselves is the fact that the grind for characters is extremely long. Uh, it takes almost 20 hours per character to really get the most out of their abilities. 
Um, so now with these new boosts, it allows players to pass up that grind and just sort of buy the way to leveling up their character. And this has, of course, angered their loyal players who stuck around and actually been grinding that out, of which are a few since the Kansas the player count has significantly dropped off since its release date. So this is a very weird and dumb move on Crystal Dynamics' part, pissing off the only people who's really stuck around to play the game. All right, and lastly, Ubisoft's Far Cry 6 has released uh, the newest entry in the open-world action-adventure franchise, tell the story of the lead character of Danny, who could be male or female, depending on what would you pick, joining a guerrilla faction to overthrow the country's dictator, overthrow the country's dictator, Anton Castillo, actually played by Giancarlo Esposito, known for Breaking Bad and The Boys. So the game has received a mix to positive reviews. Some love the open world, while others note the very weak and predictable story, which if you've listened to my podcast before, you know that's kind of my biggest issue with Ubisoft's games. Big, beautiful worlds with really not much to do and story kind of acts as, as the second thought. But currently, uh, Far Cry 6 currently holds a 8 out of 10 on IGN, a 7.5 out of 10 on Destructoid, and scored in the range between 74 to 80, uh, 74 for the PS5, 76 for PC, and 80 for the Xbox Series X on Metacritic. Couple more uh, recency updates um, here. Uh, recently, uh, Microsoft has announced a 20th anniversary live stream that they're going to be hosting in November. So get ready for some news there. Um, CD Projekt Red has announced that Cyberpunk 2077 and The Witcher 3 next-gen ports have, in fact, been delayed, which we all knew was coming, but they have been delayed until 2022. And finally, um, uh, and uh, another recent update, uh, Cinemarca Studios has announced that uh, God of War, the 2018 version, uh, is going to be releasing out on PC in January. So really exciting news there for PC players to play that amazing game. All right, last up, we're entering the uh, final stretch here, uh, television. So uh, production on Disney Plus series Moon Knight has wrapped up production. Multiple crew members have posted images on social media of the production wrapping, and there's even a video of one member receiving their wrap gift at their hotel. So this next Marvel series uh, is about a series of uh, mercenary named Mark Spector, played by Oscar Isaac, who is diagnosed with disassociative identity disorder, uh, he's given his abilities by the Egyptian moon god called Khonshu. I guess not the kind of short change, but he basically get kind of like Marvel Batman, I guess, in a way. Just not rich. <laughs> but uh, the series will be written by Doug Moench, and it will be directed by just Justin Benson, Mohi Diab, and Aaron Moorhead. Uh, surprisingly, not too much is really known about this production just yet. Um, so get ready for uh, maybe get some news on that whenever they release more on it. Um, okay, now look, I know this next story, I know it's a sports thing, but the uh, but the Super Bowl, or or the big game, is actually the biggest, like, live television event every year, so we're gonna talk about it, plus I'm excited about this anyway, but uh, this, well, not this year, next year's Super Bowl halftime performance uh, headliners have been announced, so this year it will be performed by Dr. Dre, Mary J. Blige, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, and Kendrick Lamar, all artists I'm very huge fan of. And finally, I got something. The the actual performer is somebody I'm looking forward to. So they should tear the house down next year. Um, next up, Netflix has announced a sequel series to that 70s show. Uh, the classic 90s, 2000 sitcom, which aired on Fox in 1998 to 2006 about a group of friends from Wisconsin navigating life in the 70s, if that wasn't obvious. 
Um, the spinoff will actually be called That 90s Show and will take place in 1995 where Leah Foreman, who's actually the daughter to Eric and Donna, visits her grandparents and bonds with a new generation of Point Place, Wisconsin teens. So this show will actually see a lot of original team members returning uh, to the show. So behind the camera, we actually have original creators Bonnie and Terry Turner, <laughs> interesting, along with their daughter, Lindsay Turner, coming back on as writers and executive producers. Uh, original producer Greg Mettler also returns as an executive producer and showrunner. And that's not all, because in front of the camera, original cast members Deborah Jo Rump and Kirk Woodsmith, who played Kitty and Red Foreman, respectively, are also coming back to reply their roles and also serve as executive producers. Uh, the series will be uh, 10 episodes long on Netflix. Uh, very excited about this. Hopefully it turns out better than that 80s show. <laughs> So, uh, Star the animated series Star Trek Prodigy has announced a few new cast members joining the series. Davi Diggs, Jamila Jamil, Jason Alexander, and Robert Beltran will all be coming aboard the series. So, uh, the show, which airs on Nickelodeon and Paramount+, Plus, tells the story of a group of outcasts exiled on a mining colony who find a derelict Starfleet ship. The series will also see the return of Star Trek Voyager and Nemesis alum Kate Mulgrew, who plays Captain Janeway. And Star Trek Prodigy airs on October 28th. So big news for Star Trek fans out there to be looking out for this. And the last, the last story we have here, as you may all know at this point, <laughs> um, the Korean the Korean Netflix series Squid Game uh, is huge. It's, it's massive. <laughs> That's all I'm really going to talk about on it. Uh, it's on pace to be the most watched show in Netflix history. And it could even be on the verge of actually turning out to be a billion dollar franchise. So, yeah, Squid Games is a massive hit, if you didn't know, if you couldn't tell from the social media posts that I'm sure have been flooding your timeline. Yeah, this is very huge. Um, oh, <laughs> so last recency update, just to squeeze this in right, right now. Um, Marvel's Eternals had its world premiere, uh, I think like last night as I'm recording this. Um, and so far, uh, reactions and reception, reception of the series have been glowingly positive, like overwhelmingly positive, which honestly isn't a surprise for a Marvel movie. And apparently it's going to have a post credit scene that seems to be an MCU game changer. So I'm super excited about that. So you already know you guys are going to get a review on Marvel's Eternals when it comes out in like two weeks or something, I think. And that's how we found out about Harry Styles when in the MCU, he's, his character actually pops up. Uh, mouth spoilers here i guess but his character pops up in the post credit scene so we'll have to see but anywho that wraps it up for another news drop uh it looks like i did pretty well and i'll actually be able to upload this episode because uh lots of stuff lots of stuff still going on and as you can tell a lot of recent updates still coming in so as always thank you very very much for listening i appreciate every listen i can get Please be sure to follow and subscribe on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and wherever else you listen to your podcast. I mostly post this on the on the host site, which is on Buzzsprout. But of course, I have directories to all those other other platforms as well. Um, yeah, so we got this. So this will probably be the last upload until sometime next week. But I promise they'll finally be coming. The the video game reviews were going to be the, some of the first uploads we do. And also, I know you might be asking, what about all of that 
awesome DC news that just came out. Yeah, the Batman trailer, uh, the Flash first look, new Gotham Knights info, Suicide Squad, Killer Justice League. What about all that? Don't worry. I'm going to have a specific episode specifically dedicated to everything that was released at DC's FanDome event. So that's why I didn't include any of it in here. Plus, like I said, I kind of got to make this episode a little short. So including all that would have made this a very stuffed episode. But I will be having a DC FanDome specific episode coming up. And our first Geek Visions video game reviews are going to be coming up very soon. So be on the lookout for that. And remember, like I said, follow and subscribe on the platforms to get always to always get alerted when those episodes drop. So anyway, that's it for me here today. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you found something out. I hope there's something you're looking forward to. Uh, I know I'm looking forward to seeing uh, Halloween Chaos and the Eternals. Um, might even check out that Scream movie. That seems pretty cool. Um, so as always, thank you for listening. And always, people, always, everybody out there, always remember, keep watching, keep playing, and stay awesome. All right, guys. Until next time, I will see you later. All right, everybody have a great day, night, afternoon, whatever. I'll catch you later.